Hello and welcome to Straight Dude Date Night, a show where two straight dudes go on a date and they review it. My name is David Stallings and I am one of the straight dudes. And I'm Ricky Rivera. I'm back. He's back. We had a, look, we had a hiatus we in a way, up. but. You can tell him we broke up for a little bit. Yeah, we had a falling out for a moment. Yeah, David, uh, he didn't like, he didn't like the way I wore my socks. Mm-hmm. Hate that. Um, What I was doing was I was like wearing them inside out. Mm-hmm. We settled our differences, and uh, you know now I wear one inside out and one the proper way. Yeah, that that is a that is a solid compromise for me, mm-hmm. but that is just uh, still struggling, still struggling there. No, it's okay. We get there every day. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll we'll work on it. We'll work on it. But I'm still one step at a time. Still mad at you. There's no need to fly. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Go ahead. The floor is yours. We saw the Marvels today. And I'm going I'm to tell you straight up, we, we have been very vocal about this. We do not like Marvel right now. We, I, I used to. I know we both have seen a lot of these movies. Was not eager at all for this movie. I was excited for popcorn. Popcorn sounded great. We haven't had it in like, like two weeks, right? I think so. Maybe three. Maybe three. It's been a minute. And so that was, was going to be the highlight of today. Just going to say straight up, this movie was way better than we expected. Yeah. This, both of us were shocked. Maybe that's the secret sauce to Marvel, going with low expectations so that you're impressed coming out. Well, they've done a really bad job with their movies recently, so yeah. the I think everyone's expectations were, ah, this is going to be horrible and it's going to flop, because we the majority of people do not like Captain Marvel. That's very obvious. So we don't care about another one of her movies. Yep. I, I'm... I'm. I was very pleased with this movie. Yeah, I, I was pretty excited about it too. Um, I will say, for people who, if you're here and you haven't watched it yet, and you know you just get a little sneak peek at the episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. go watch uh, Miss Marvel the show because apparently that's that'll help you out. I didn't see it, and I think I did fine, but I feel like the first half of the movie I was lost. Well, we are officially this movie. This movie clarified it for me. We are officially at the point where. Having seen all of the movies is not enough anymore. And I'm yeah. very upset by that. I think that's garbage and that should not be the standard at all with, with these universe movies. Uh, the TV shows should be side Easter eggs to go into if I want to, not require me to sit and watch hours and hours of something. But that's not how you make money. So I know that's not going to change. But we are at the point now where. There was a lot of lore <laughs> that we seem to miss because we have not seen uh, some of the shows. Yeah, they've been teasing this being a thing since WandaVision. Because mm-hmm. I feel like ever since WandaVision, it's really changed a lot of how Marvel works. Yeah. But this definitely was the first time I felt like we really had... Like, this whole phase has kind of been like that. Because even with Ant-Man, you didn't have to have seen the shows. Mm-hmm. But they did introduce Kang in yeah. the show. So it's like... And then Guardians, it didn't really feel like you had to see anything yeah. before Guardians. But this, you're right, this is definitely the first time where it's like, hey, any lore from this movie comes from shows. Yeah. Like, I, I'm happy I didn't rewatch the first one today, because I was struggling to rewatch it. Yeah. I got like an hour in, and I was just like, man, this movie is not good. Yeah. And, then, and now I'm happy I realized that don't, I didn't have to see it, because... Mm-hmm. There was no importance other than just the dynamic of who Captain Marvel was. Yeah, and I, the, her uh, niece or whatever. Luckily, they did have like they had an introduction for uh, Kamal. What was her name? Kamala Khan. Yeah, Miss Marvel. Khan. They had like a little introduction thing for her, which I needed. I did not see that show. I didn't hear like anything about it last year when it came out. I think it was last year, but it flew under the radar. I don't, I'm not going to watch the shows ever, I think. Uh, so I don't, I don't need, I don't want to know much about her. So they gave us a little sneak peek of who this character is. And then we just went straight into it, which I liked that. Yeah. I might go watch her show. Cause she was actually really good. Yeah. She was, she was really entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. They're doing a really, Marvel is doing a really good job of introducing younger generation though. And making yeah. them fun. Cause I, I think back to, uh, is it Ironheart? The yes. Ironheart black widow. Or not, from uh, Black, Black Panther. Panther, yeah, that that character is also really cool. Mm-hmm. 
she's and she was great in there. Like yeah. I was like, this is fun seeing new young blood. Well, I do think that I'm pretty sure there is a different Avengers group that we're leading up to that's called Young Avengers or something like that. Because I know. I remember reading about this a long time ago because there's like the normal Avengers, there's like the Dark Avengers, I think. Then there's like another superhero group that's all villains redeemed called the Thunderbolts. And then there's the Young Avengers, which is all the young people. And I think we are heading closer towards the young ones and the Thunderbolts. I don't know if you know anything about what I just said. Thunderbolts was the teaser at the end of Guardians with uh, Adam Warlock, right? I don't think so. Because he was a part of something. Or is he joining the Guardians? I think that's just part of the Guardians. Because okay. uh, Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts, I'm pretty sure... Oh, it was his own movie, wasn't it? It's going to be at some point. Because uh, Thunderbolts is... It's, it's led by... Uh, I don't know if you remember this person at all. Uh, his name's Baron, Baron Von Zemo. And he's the main villain in Civil War. Yeah, you don't remember him at all. You mean... Captain America Captain America Civil War Yes he's the main villain Well yes Captain America <laughs> Is the main villain In that movie And I will die on the hill Slash Iron Man's dad Every single thing That happened The world Getting blipped Everything with Thanos And all the fallout Is Captain America's fault From Civil War It's a hundred That's a fact Hundred percent I, I have ha- I will die on that hill. I've seen that movie dozens of times. It's my favorite Marvel movie. It's Captain America is the villain. Why does he Why does he trigger Thanos? Why does he trigger He does not trigger Thanos. He makes Earth unprepared for Thanos. Ah. He he breaks the Avengers apart and then when of course what Iron Man said of like there will be a day where a world-ending catastrophe happens and we need to be ready. And Cap's like Nah, yeah, I'll show up, I guess. But you can't regulate me. Pew, 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 pew. Bro, I'm from America. Dude, I'm from, um, I'm from America, bro. I'm the, I'm the representative of America. You can't <laughs> do that so to accurate. me. Oh, you can't regulate me. I'm going to do my own thing, I'm dude. I'm my own thing. Screw you guys. And then the time comes. Guys, why are we not regulated? Well, I, somebody should have figured that out. We should have figured, figured that, that out. out. That's why that movie had... That's why Infinity War had two two main like battles that happened, and they were across the galaxy. One was on Earth, one was in space, and it was two separate teams. Iron Man was in mm. space, Captain America was on uh, Earth. Mm-mm-mm. Like... All of it, all of it is Cap's fault. Hundred percent, I will die on that hill. Dude, I love Infinity War. That movie's so good. Dude, it's it's, it's, a, it's it amazing. Times. I get mad thinking about Cap though. I know Civil War is a great movie, but I think I like Infinity War just slightly more. Just 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 for the. Just to build up to that one scene where Thor just comes hammering down and just starts going berserk on the battlefield. Yeah. Oh, it's so Dude. good. Oh. I think I'm I think I'm a simp for Civil War though because I have mentioned before I just like politics, and that movie is heavy into this uh, superhero politics situation, yeah. and I like I just like that a lot because no, I'm a weirdo. No. All right, so now well, the Marvel. This is the Marvels. All right. Uh, look, time for spoilers. Look, we're in it. All of that, that entire tangent, is to prove to you, to and ourselves, we know what we're talking about. We've seen these movies. David okay? knows what he's talking about. I'm like mostly there. I feel like I'm. I'm. I think I, I'm more in line with the people who don't follow Marvel heavy. Like, I'm in that awkward in between. Because you follow mm-hmm. Marvel, you know all the lore, which I think is the majority of the fan base. Mm-hmm. And then the other majority is just. Uh, you, you're probably. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, you make up like 60% of fans. Mm hmm. And then there's like another 30%. <laughs> yep. That don't know what's going on and don't follow the lore. They just are happy to be here. Yeah. And then there's that awkward 10% where. Like me, where you're like, I've seen bits and pieces of everything, and I right. want to follow. Yeah, I think I got a good understanding, but I would never go up against this the majority of people who know what's going on. Right, I would never go to battle with you because I'm gonna lose, and I don't want to look stupid. Well, even then, I I just happened after Endgame happened. I was so hyped about Marvel in general at the time that for the next like year and a half. I just kept up and was reading about stuff and keeping up with the news about the upcoming Marvel stuff, and then like. Uh, 2020 happened. I don't think we had anything for until 2021, right? Or did WandaVision come out beginning of 2020? Do you remember? 
I don't. Yeah. I don't remember, to be honest. I'm pretty sure it was 21, but I don't, it, I don't care about the shows. But the Marvels. I think, I think you're right. I think it was 21 because yeah, we were shut like, down like March. Yeah, we were still like in it. We were still in the awful. The awful. The ick. The ick, yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's all kind of a blank, to be honest. Yeah, that's three years just gone. But that's fine. The Marvels, we did see it. And everyone I know is not excited for it. But I'm going to go into it. Again, uh, I'm going to spoil everything right now. This is your this is your warning. Leave. Leave if you care. Do it. All right. All right. They left. All right. So the Marvels. Let's see. Let's see. First off, it's not as much. It's not as crazy as the a lot Marvels. of these other movies. The Marvels, okay? It's not as crazy as all these other movies because for, for the first time in like a month, we watched a movie that was only an hour and 45 minutes. Just so you know, it's actually a good runtime. It's a perfect runtime. It's a normal runtime. That was nice. Yeah. We were in and out and it felt like stuff was happening the entire movie. Oh, that was that felt great. All right. The Marvels. Okay. There's okay, Captain Marvel, uh Monica Rambo and Miss Marvel are all light-based superheroes. There's an evil villain who gets who is able to start creating like jumps, like teleportation stuff in the universe. And Captain Marvel acts Captain Marvel all these light-based superheroes accidentally collide amidst that and their powers become unified and then they end up teleporting with each other when two or three of them use their powers at the same time. This is the setup. Okay? As that is happening, this evil person Dargan. Dargan? I don't remember. Dargan. Darbin, I think Darbin. Something with the D. We'll call her D. Dargan. Dragon. I thought it was Darvin. Darbin. <laughs> call her what you want. Dragon. Enemy. Dragon is in the process. So she got. She can now create this teleportation stuff. And her big plan is that she wants to basically revive her planet which Captain Marvel inadvertently destroyed and ruined the Kree society in her original movie uh, their sun is gone they can't breathe on the planet and there's no water so Dragon's plan is to steal the atmosphere from a planet Captain Marvel cares about steal the water from a planet Captain Marvel cares about and steal the sun from a planet Captain Marvel cares about and the Marvels have to stop her. And that's it. That's the movie. That's it. That's it, right? Yeah, that's pretty much that's it. Pretty much, that's pretty much it. Through it, they have to learn teamwork, which... Uh, they pick it up pretty quick. Yeah, they pick it up pretty quick. They have a little montage to figure it out, and it's over. I, I honestly, I really appreciated how quickly we got over the I don't work as a team stigma that every superhero movie has. We don't need it. We don't need it, because you're going to end up working as a team. I'm mm -hmm. so happy they didn't have it because she kind of started it. It was like, we're not a team. Ah, whatever. We're a team. Yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah. I this, loved that. This movie felt fast, which is a good sign. Like things yeah. just continued progressing quickly. One thing after another, something continued happening over and over yes. again. Yes. It, it's a little hard to follow the first, maybe like third of the movie, like yeah. when they first initially start teleporting, mm -hmm. but it was fun. It, and the way they did it was really unique. Like I, I definitely did not picture that that's how they would have done the teleporting thing Yeah. off the bat. I thought they would have shown maybe like a transition to each, you know, like, whoop, whoop, I'm here yeah. now, I'm here now. It was just like all of a sudden, nope. This person's there, this person's there. It was a really cool way to do it. It's hard to describe. It was just probably one of the most chaotic fight scenes I feel like Marvel's ever done, yeah. where it was three different locations that fights were happening, and it was just all very sudden, and we still, as an audience, still didn't fully know what was happening, mm -hmm. so it felt like you didn't know what you were watching, in a way, but it still looked cool. It did. And it was fun. It was just very... The whole time I'm like, what is what is going on? You were experiencing it the same way that they would be in the movie, which was cool. Yeah, um, it was a bit different than most things would have flowed. So it was a unique flow. I wouldn't say it it was great, mm -hmm. but it was cool to see something different finally. Yeah, 
And, and it makes more sense, too. It's after an intense fight, an intense situation like that, yeah. that then they figure out what was going on. Yeah. Oh, we were teleporting during the fight. We were switching places with each other. Yeah. That makes... Okay. So they figured it out trial by fire on accident. Yep. Which, like, that makes sense. But as an audience, the the first third of the movie was just kind of... was pretty confusing on what's going on and what the and I, yeah. teleportation situation is. And I had no clue who Miss Marvel was. So that they too. So don't necessarily introduce who she is or what her power is. They just kind of were like, you had to have seen the show. Yeah. So it this, took me a minute to catch on to what her power was. Mm-hmm. The bangle is... It, the bangle? Bangle? Yeah, bangle. The bangle that she has, very important. This is where her power comes from. They basically say that. Also, she can't fly. And she's a kid. Done. Yeah. And she is a huge fan of Captain Marvel. That's it. Yeah. Uh, it, but, I mean, that aside, like, if you don't know who she is or her background... You can pick up pretty quickly and realize what's going on. Mm-hmm. It definitely took me a minute because I've never seen that show. I didn't yeah. even know that show existed, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. Yeah. But I got, I got to say, so the, the big thing that I think everyone is focused on about this movie before going into it is that in general, Captain Marvel's likability is very low amongst the fandom, amongst people... It, that seems like a consensus, and that that sucks. And we've seen Brie Larson be annoyed by that, even saying that she doesn't. Do people even want more of me? Like, what? Whatever. It's hard. It's hard, especially when you're the first big female superhero like that. Yeah, that was originally marketed as like she's gonna be a new spearhead for Marvel. She's yeah. gonna be a new the new face of it, and then it kind of tanked. I am very happy to say that. This movie felt like we got to actually see Captain Marvel for yes. the first time. She came off for the first time like a human to me. Like, yes. And some of the best scenes of the movie were her actually being emotional and just vulnerable with the people around her. Yeah, because she's so powerful. Yes. She's so powerful. And I think in the first movie, they were really trying to make an intimidation out of her. Yeah. Like she was, they were trying to make her really intimidating. And that... It didn't really flow very well because it felt opposite of how their all their other heroes were. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. It just didn't feel like that's who she was. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that vibe of intimidation when her whole backstory is that she's growing up with her best or she's raising a kid with her best friend. Yeah. Like, not you know not their kid, but like she's living, she's hanging out with her best friend, and yeah. the best friend has a kid. Yeah. And it's like playful, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's really fun and playful. So when they make her super intimidating like that, it just it didn't fit very well. Yeah. She was. Mu- I just feel like originally, and it's been a while since I saw that first movie. I'm going off of what the feelings I had coming out of that theater, which was just that she felt robotic to me. Mm-hmm. She was just very overpowered. That's the vibe you get from her. She's basically Superman. And immortal. And it's like, all right, then I don't care about you because you don't seem... If you are just Superman and you have no weaknesses and you don't care much about anything, then then where? why do we care? Yeah. So seeing her be very vulnerable and care about these people around her that she's learning to work with was a great... It was a great uh, rewrite of her. Yeah, uh, another amazing fix that they did for this movie is Captain Marvel doesn't wear that mask. We hate the mask. The mask helmet thing that she had where it made a little mohawk. I was Mm -hmm. like, dude, this looks so dumb. It looked awful. We don't want that ever again. It looked so whack in the first movie. I'm so happy that this movie, they didn't bust it out once. They showed it in a flashback at one point, and that was it. Mm -hmm. It was the only thing closest to it. So there's probably a few fans out there who were like, I'm a mask man. I love the mask. I'm pissed that they didn't do it. Blah, blah, blah. Good for you, bud. <laughs> Good for you. No one agrees with you. But Brie Larson looked so much cooler when she was glowing and her hair was just blowing in the wind. And she just, you could see the emotion on her face of like, oh, I'm going to beat them up. Yeah. Like you could actually see emotion coming out of her. And that mm-hmm. was so cool. Yeah. So I was just, I was very pleased with, like now 
I am I am more optimistic about Captain Marvel for the future. Yeah. Like I would like to see more her more of her now because this movie made me care about her. Yeah, I, I thought that same thing coming out of it. I, I was like, hmm, I'm actually digging Captain Marvel. She's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Monica Monica character, I didn't really know much about, and I forget that she got her powers in Wandavision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, the three of them combined. Float like they just worked so well together. Yeah, like you can definitely tell that off screen they connected. Yes, very well because their their acting skills together just felt like it was natural, mm-hmm. and it felt like a very like yeah we all got to be stuck in this thing together, but like we all kind of are connected in a way. Yeah, like we know that this is what's happening. So yeah, that was really cool to see, and it was such a fresh take to see three people like that who have to work together enjoying themselves yeah because i it's like uh, that's every movie now you know where they're like uh, like like in um guardians Mm -hmm. they're all like we have to work together but i hate everybody Uh i hate all of you that's my that's my motto Mm -hmm. yeah even the avengers it was like we have to work together but i hate all your right right this one it was like guys we get to work together and we could actually, if we actually just worked together, yeah. we could be overpowered. There was animosity at first, but it was just more of irritation about the situation. And I don't think it was even animosity that they had to work together. It was more so the fact that, as a girl, uh, Captain Marvel told her that she would come back, and then she never did, and then yeah. the mom dying. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever had hesitation of working together. It was more so like, I just haven't forgiven you yet. It was an emotional dilemma for them. Yeah, it's like, it, it's a fa- it was a family matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you haven't seen this family member in so long. Like, of course I'm going to love you the same. I just, I'm mad at you still, and I haven't forgiven you for it. But we can work together. Yeah. So that was really cool to see their chemistry. It worked so well. Yeah. They were fun. Another thing, this is, okay, so we both have said now that the rewrite of Captain Marvel and the dynamic of the team that they had was actually really solid and well-written, and the actresses did a great job with that, I felt like. To add on, and this is a huge thing with Marvel movies in general for me now that I care about, the villain was very interesting to me. And her entire background and her story of why she's doing what she's doing, it gave me the same vibes that that people connected with Thanos over. That, like, it's evil what he's doing, but also... Is he... Could be... Could... Like, is there some weight to it? Yeah, it's like... It's evil with the purpose. Yes. Instead of just... Because I feel like... I'm trying to remember Guardians, the new one that we saw. And I feel... I'm pretty sure that the villain in that was primarily... He was a scientist, and he was pursuing a perfect species for the sake of pursuing a, per, a perfect species. Yeah, he was trying to create his own world of people and be their god, essentially. But I don't... That rem- was pure, like, evil, though. His, yeah. His motives. I don't remember, like, like us seeing why he cared about that or in some way, or why we are pursuing Utopia. I don't remember that. That didn't hit hit for me in that movie for this one we actually got to see after the horrible atrocity the villain committed against a different planet we saw the immense good that happened on her planet because of it yeah and it's not that's not how you do things but you suddenly when it clicked of what she just did of transported all of the atmosphere from one planet to the next to re to revive her own planet that was extremely cool to me yeah of wow that is a really cool justification for why you just did the thing you did yeah it's not like she's and and that, that is one thing i agree with you on um is not trying to make the villain in this movie very like it's the end of all times mm-hmm. if we don't stop this person yeah for her it was like yeah, she's eventually going to go on to rule other things. Yeah. But right now, the motive is, I just want to fix my planet. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's my motive right now. And by Where doing we that- go afterwards, I don't know. But. By doing that, I, I will destroy, like, by the end, the problem is that she'll destroy Earth by taking the sun, yeah. right? So, it will have world-ending impacts. It's not, like, galaxy ruling or anything like that. It was... I mean, post-Thanos, how do you... You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. It's hard to... We can't just keep doing every movie having everything ends from this one villain. It's like, we kind of have to just do little things here and there. Yeah. But I just... I really enjoyed 
how they wrote this character because it felt real to me in yeah. the fantasy world. If it had, it was a story that was completely affected by Captain Marvel, which added to her emotional dilemma of being called the Annihilator by an entire planet of people. And we got to see the result of, we got to see the result of that, of now there's a person in power who is going to, while hurting Captain Marvel, is going to try and save her own planet. Yeah, it almost kind of gave off at times. I got I got kind of Thor vibes at mm, times. Okay. Um, only in the sense that, like, being off Earth is so much cooler in the Marvel movies nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You know, seeing Earth threatened again and again is like, eh, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. So being out into space and doing other things is really fun. Yeah. Um, and just... That, that overpowered sense mm-hmm. of being able to be like, okay, I'm super overpowered, so any villain you throw at me, I'm obviously going to be able to destroy. Yeah. How can we make this story, instead of overpowering, she can actually use her powers to resolve things? Yeah. And that and that and that's, you know, something that happens towards the end is like, hey, I actually could just use my powers and kick your son back. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Because that, that said... <laughs> All of the 30 years of hatred and animosity that the Kree have had towards Captain Marvel and the universe yep. and everything could have been remedied by Captain Marvel just go after your son. Yeah. After destroying the AI going, oh, okay, let me turn the sun back on because I didn't mean to do that. Whoops. Whoops. Whoopsie. Sorry. Let me just kickstart it real quick. Now, well, she would have never known that if it wasn't for Monica, though. That's true. That's true. She would have because she didn't realize that she was like, huh. I guess you're right. I guess you're, yeah, I, I do guess. have enough power to do that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh yeah, I oh, am. In, I am invincible. Now I would have loved to have seen when the sun comes back on, all of them being like, "Oh God, <laughs> it's, it hurts the burning." Imagine thirty years with no sun, how your skin would just burn. Yes, It'd immediately. Be so hot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the burn! The burn. Oh my gosh! She like accidentally kills the entire planet. Yeah. Oh man, that would have been brutal. That would have been horrible. <laughs> yeah, it becomes. I'm trying to. I'm trying to save you guys. Kills everyone yeah. by doing that. That would have been. That would have been kind of funny, but. Nah, I can't do. Can't do that. No, it's good. Um, the movie had. Th- dude, this movie had some fun moments. Yes. Got to talk about. Dude, singing planet. Hold what up, was it called? bro. The. the in- here, okay, I cannot believe that the the first half of the movie was like a normal Marvel movie. Yep. It was just normal. There's a bunch of lore. I was getting frustrated a little bit by the lore being at a point now where I don't understand fully things going on because I haven't seen the shows. So it was a normal, normal Marvel movie. We had the cool fights. The setup is introduced. A planet is destroyed. Their atmosphere is gone. And the stakes are high now. And then we get to that halfway point. And the writers just went, all right, who's got, who, they were all high in the writing room <laughs> and went, someone lay out an idea. Lay it out right now. Something crazy. Just top of your head. A planet where they only sing. At, Add it to the board. Add it to the board. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. All right, next idea. The space station has to evacuate, but there's not enough pods, so there's a bunch of cats that eat them Dude. to transport oh them. Oh, my God. Put it on the board. Put it on the board, Craig. That that was so confusing. They are just, like, on the ship, and they were like, man, these brains just keep appearing. <laughs> they kept coming back to this. It has nothing to do with the, the movie, and you're like, not at all. what are we watching? It's so chaotic. Like, like, on top of being slightly confused on what's going on, they keep cutting back to the space station, and they're just like, there's some brains on here. What's yeah. going on? And but all of a sudden you realize it's the cat uh, The cat eggs The cat's eggs The cat that eats people and throws them back up Had a million babies what In the ship What was that cat's name? I don't even Goose remember. Goose, yeah mm-hmm. Goose is having babies Yeah <laughs> Incredible And then over the PA system as they figure out the plan Please do not run away from the cats <laughs> As they're eating people Please stop running Just let this happen You will be fine Truly that was one of the most unhinged But greatest Marvel scenes oh. I've ever witnessed That was so funny They tapped into like They must have called up James Gunn And said hey what would you do Because <laughs> that felt like a Guardians of the Galaxy Kind of moment Yes 
They must have just tapped into that finally because it was so funny. That was such a bonkers scene. And it was a huge scene. That was like 10 minutes where we just watched all the cats eating people and there's emotional music going on as as the people, the lab people are trying to hide from the cats. Well, yeah, how do you not scream and run when you just see a cat open up its mouth and tentacles come out? It was so funny. It was hilarious. It was, it was amazing. You see people just being lifted up yep. from the floor. Just like violently. Just taken up with the tentacles, dude. Oh my gosh, that was just—it was so chaotic. And then, and then they get into the spaceship, and Samuel Jackson's just flying them through space. And you just hear meow, yep, meow, yep, <laughs> just a billion cats, dude. But oh, and then, dude, yeah, the singing planet. Oh yeah, what was it called? It was um, Aladna. 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 No, right. Yeah, sure. I think that's it. Yeah, dude. That, that planet was great. I just loved that moment. They first arrived on the planet looking for the prince, who apparently Captain Marvel is married to, by the way. By the that way. just dropped. No idea why. But <laughs> showing up and she's like, all right, there's a ritual. I'm kind don't, of a big deal. I'm here. kind of like, a big well, deal. You're a celebrity everywhere. It's a bit different. No, no, no. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, again, going back to... Captain Marvel seemed like a real human. I loved her embarrassment about this place. Yes. And like she's this super over the top strong hero across the galaxy. Okay, this it's a, it's very weird here. I I'm really sorry. Just it's off the place. And then just oh, it's an entire musical number. <laughs> the little girl is standing there. Ooh, she has returned. <laughs> Ah, and then everybody starts showing it up And then I think I love too Is they're, they're, they're trying to talk Like oh you're so pretty little girl Ooh, <laughs> The princess Their language is singing yep. They don't understand you Oh my gosh what a great idea It's yeah. so funny Yes, The execution was done so well And the- then I died In the theater laughing <sighs> That she breaks character with the prince and she's like, okay, I gotta talk to you seriously. And then the, the other Marvels were like, you just said that they can only sing. Oh no, he's good. He's bilingual. He's bilingual. And he's like, hey. <laughs> they just have a full <laughs> dance number and a song with each other. And then, all right, I'm serious. We gotta talk. That was definitely right, cool. Marvel's way of being like, we can't have a whole musical number. Guys, we can't keep going. We can't keep this. We up. can't look. The talent has ended here. We love the bit. We can't. We can't keep going. Me. Oh. Oh, I, I do. I would have gone keep crazy, going. dude. Do the whole next hour as a musical. It would have been hilarious. Dude, imagine them fighting all of the all of the enemies and like, we must attack here. <laughs> like, oh, it's so Dude, funny. And they, like calling out to each other like in song. War war tactics and strategy and everything. They're in a war in a uh war room and everything and they're just singing to each oh. other. It would be so funny. I was dying, bro. That that was definitely the best part of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Was the singing planet. Yeah. That that just felt like ninety six point six percent water. Yes. I, I just felt like we that was the moment we're like, okay, we are just having fun. Yeah. That was solid. Yeah, we need to have some fun in the Marvel mm-hmm. movies, man. It's because I do weird. I do feel like we've lost that a bit where like everything is so over the top with it now and there used to be an energy about Marvel where we could have some fun mm-hmm. a bit and be creative. We could watch Tony Stark just fling his briefcase out on a racetrack and the nanobots become his suit. Mm-hmm. I was a very simple-minded kid, and I thought that's awesome. Yeah, there's no way they get cooler than this. Was I wrong? Because now they're in quantum physics, and uh-huh. I need to have a 500 IQ to enjoy myself. Yes, love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Marvel. Huge. Shake my hand. Even better than that is you're going into such deep science theory that everybody thinks they understand what's going on, and you'll. I guarantee you. If you put 10 people in the room together who think they know what's happening, they will all have different results. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them will have a different result of what is actually happening in the Marvel movie. Yeah, because th- this movie does fall into the same issue that I feel Endgame had and that we're starting to see in general, which is that we're, like the results of the movies 
are so abstract that the more you think on it, you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. But we can't, we can't full, we can't interpret that because this is just not stuff that's real. That's that we can understand because it's just not real. Dude, after the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, was it Guardians? No, I don't know. It might have been Guardians. One of the it was either Guardians or Ant Man. After one of those movies, I had talked about in the podcast how if you go into another timeline, you have to get sent back because that's that's the rules. They set that up. They yes, they, they made mm-hmm. a whole show about it, and it's mm-hmm. everybody's favorite show. You all love Loki, okay? Uh huh. Everyone so, loves Loki. It's the great. It's the only good Marvel love, show. People love Loki. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just looking over that simple rule that they said. If you're a variable in another timeline, we gotta put you back. Yeah. At the end of this movie, who ends up in another timeline? Miss Monica. Mm-hmm. It's cool though. We allow it. We don't care. We don't care. That She's that a gun. That's fine. Well, that's all. That is always gonna be my issue with Endgame well, was setting up the rules, setting up the rules, declaring them, and then breaking them immediately. Yeah. That's always gonna be my main gripe with Endgame, but. You can't That's why I said this to you When we left the theater The more you think on it The more upset you're gonna get And It's just It's all None of it is None of it can make sense Look it's not gonna upset me As much as the comments That are already down below Yep Are upsetting me I feel them I feel them Oh well You just weren't paying attention Here's the rules And it's like Bro I don't think you were paying attention I saw the movie I saw it Okay And it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. No. I don't get it. I just look. I'm not even gonna go into a whole tangent of my complaints on that part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna act like it didn't happen, and I'm gonna be excited at the fact that we saw some X Men. Yeah, and that's where I'll leave it mm-hmm. because it's gonna make me mad. Did you watch any of the X Men movies? Long time ago. Cause Long time. I, I I you declared me as more of the Marvel expert beforehand. I dude, I know nothing that about the X Men. That's okay though, because X Men was all Sony. So mm-hmm. for you being a Marvel expert, and not knowing anything about X Men, people will crucify you for it. But mm-hmm. that's fine because it's a totally different thing. Yeah, I know comic wise, they they intermingle and stuff, and that's where Marvel is trying to go. Yeah, because they already bought all the rights off of Sony. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't see the Sony Mar- or X Men movie, that's fine. Who cares? Yeah. Those movies weren't that great. I've I've watched them. And they're 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 in itself confused. Mm-hmm. They were confused themselves making it, and they did a terrible job of making a universe out of it. Okay, okay. So don't even worry about that. The only one you need to see is the Wolverine movie. That's it. Just watch that, and you'll be good. Pro- when, Doesn't explain the X Men universe. It's just the only good one. When we finally get to the X Men MCU movie, I'll probably watch whatever you recommend beforehand for that. None of them Just don't watch them Okay Then I won't watch them <laughs> ever recommendation Who cares I won't watch them at all I, I I don't know why Those movies I never care The only like exposure I've kind of had To the X-Men Was uh, Like the interaction With them through Deadpool That's it Right Yeah and Deadpool You know Whatever yeah. Deadpool was great. Deadpool was a great movie. Love Deadpool. But that's like that was such an awkward I'm right. Bridge. That was that was X-Men they were referring to in those movies, right? Yes, but the Silver a, Man, the right? Silver Surfer? No, no Silver No, you, you're the, right. big, the big the big metal boy. Dude, yeah. Uh who's like Russian. It, it's awkward because those movies are referencing X-Men that Disney had rights to. Okay. They weren't referencing all of the X-Men. So that's like the X-Men that they pulled for the Deadpool movies mm-hmm. aren't necessarily main character roles in actual X-Men series. It's just the ones they could get the rights to. So it's a whole rights thing. It's all like, don't even worry about the X-Men. Just let Marvel take over and let them do their thing. With dude, them. I, let them recook. Dude, superhero rights, man. I can't believe they still can't vote. But know, that's besides the point, you know. It'll be f- someday they will. That's we'll like, get we'll get the rights for them. Look, man, just just I don't understand why Sony has to be so difficult. I, I don't just let Marvel take over. Let it's, them take over. It's just like shh, you know, like shh. Mm-hmm. Just let just let this happen. Well, you can't you can't. It's the same thing with Spider Man. Right? They'll now, never let that happen though because of Spider Man. The last one made a trillion dollars. I think the issue is is people. Need to stop saying that the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies are the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> you are what's ruining the X-Men crossing over into all the Marvel stuff. People like you 
are ruining this crossover because Sony then thinks, well, if we made Tobey Maguire, who knows? Maybe we can get a one-off with Dark Phoenix. Wait, so maybe it'll work if we just keep making more X-Men movies. I mean, people like Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to you're trying to glorify the old Spider-Man, but you're ruining the crossovers because now Sony won't give up the rights. Is that the is that the situation for X-Men? Probably not, but that's my that's my <laughs> tangent. <laughs> <laughs> That's my theory. I thought we. I thought Disney actually like bought them out. No, they on did. That. They did. They finally did buy them out. But it's just like it was such a holdup. For we could have introduced X Men a long time ago. Okay, I see what you're saying. We could have. But now we're in an awkward phase of introducing them here and there, even though they've been hinted at before the actual merger. Yeah. It's it's an awkward transition now because they were still making X Men movies and stuff like that, while we're trying to introduce them into Marvel. I see. So it's like, just let Marvel take over and let them reboot it, please. I see. Okay. I mean, and that's the same thing was happening what a couple of years ago too with Spider Man. Remember they were trying to take the rights back. Well, yes, Tom they Marvel. were having they were having a whole dilemma about that. It's, yes, it's like, dude, stop, Sony, please, <laughs> stop. Well, bro, just let go. They're n- that's not ever gonna happen. They just re- nobody Sony, likes your movies. Sony just released a whole nother freaking Spider Man video game. Okay, they're making all all of their money comes from that IP. They'll never, they will never fix that deal. I know. They're it's never they're never gonna let it go because it's what makes them money. And I mm-hmm. get it. I totally understand. What I'm saying though is that if we all just admit that the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies suck, they'll give up on it, and they'll just hand over the rights. You don't like everything. You, you just, don't like just give up. You don't. You don't think it's cool when you like. Shakes his hair down <laughs> And he's like I'm not gonna go into it I'm the like, I'm the evil look, Spider-Man Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is fine Let people Just let it have, Just let it be I'm the evil I'm the evil one He I'm looks the in the mirror one. And he goes And he does that <laughs> And then he goes into a bar And he hits a woman And then you know That he's truly evil oh, He's so cool He's so cool though He yeah, was so cool During all More old. Venom movies That's what I want <laughs> so cool Did you watch those new Venom movies? No No I never watched Venom I I love Venom But for some reason I just never I never watched Bro, those Bro there's just so much Superhero content out there It's just so hard to keep up Like mm-hmm. we, we have to Because we have a movie podcast But truly Yeah now we have to Yeah Truly if we weren't doing this I would not watch anything Superhero related It's just so much Yeah And it's like The thing that sucks The thing that I don't like A lot about the superhero movies is that you can't just simply enjoy them anymore. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people have to throw in their two cents of why you're wrong or why you, you didn't like the movie. Oh, well, that's because you didn't understand the 500 pieces of lore that involved. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't read the series. You didn't watch the two TV shows. There was four movies that led up right, to right, it. You right. didn't fully understand the lore. So how could you enjoy it, you simple-minded mm-hmm. idiot? And it's like, dude, comics, like superheroes were intended to just have fun. Yeah. Like, I just want to have fun and enjoy it. Well, you know, we I give. I hate a- that I have to analyze them now with you because right. I'm like, I just wanted to go to watch a movie. Yeah, we do critique the hell out of them now because That's- of the podcast, and even then, I was critiquing them uh, long before the podcast as well. What I care a lot about with the superhero movies, and specifically MCU, that I think about often, is that a long time from now, I will have a kid who did not live through this era that we're in, where yeah. we actually go see them one at a time, we don't know what's coming next, and we have to wait a long time between. We don't know, like the current phase, we have no idea where it's going. However, that kid, I will be able to, at some point, pull out an entire collection, and we can stream, okay, we're get, there's 20 movies that lead up to Endgame, kiddo. And you're going to love it. We're going to watch them back to back to back all the way through. And it's going to be amazing. That that is the stuff that I care a lot about with the superhero movies. Yeah. Because I I still, I think I talked about it before, but I still associate these movies with like spending time with my dad and just getting to enjoy them with him and having fun through them as they built on each other. And that was just a cool experience with, uh, that we got to have Yeah That That's I think that's why I care about The superhero movies a lot Is Eventually That will be a possibility And also We can watch them In the correct order Where like We don't watch Black Widow After Endgame We put it in Immediately after Civil War Because that's where it. It's supposed to go We skip it <laughs> No if it was in order It would have been a good movie It would have been a fine movie 
I, I mean, I had a great nap during that movie. So <laughs> it's fine for me, I guess. <laughs> I slept the entire movie. I woke up and I was like, "Good job, done, it's done." One of, like few theater naps I've ever had. <laughs> one was in Black Widow. Oh my gosh! I'm scared to say the other two. What were the other two? You have to. What were the what, the other naps you had? People are gonna be mad. You have to say it. Okay, they're gonna be really mad. You have to. There's so, I fell asleep during all of Black Widow in the theater. Okay, but two very big movies. What were they? Some of the biggest movies of all time. You I have to say both. it. I slept through the Dark Knight, <laughs> and then what's the one after the one with Bane? Uh, Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. I slept through both of them. What? I know. I know. I, that's bad, but. Hear me out. I was working at camp, at a camp at the time, so I was working like literally all day from like six a.m. to midnight. Nothing you say right and now can justify what you. After a week of working at camp like that, I go to go see the, the Dark Knight movie on a midnight release, and we sat down ten minutes into the movie. I'm just slumped, <laughs> slumped. And then Dude. a couple years later, the, the the Dark Knight Rises comes out. I'm in the same exact scenario. Slumped oh Slept through both movies I've seen The Dark Knight now and That's of a course. great movie mm-hmm. I feel bad that I disrespected it by Yeah you did disrespect it This is horrible what you did But The Dark Knight Rises I still have not seen That's only because It wasn't on a streaming platform When I was doing my binge Of the Batman movies You gotta, you gotta watch but that dude, one But dude Yeah That's bad That is bad I slept through those movies I'm trying to think I think the only movie I recall ever Taking a nap through Was uh, and I've remedied this. I've actually seen the rest of it now. But I I fell asleep when I was a kid through the entire finale of Star Wars Episode Two, uh, uh, the Clone Wars, whatever it was. I'm not even gonna be mad at you on that movie. Sucks. No, it's the worst one. I I mean I just remember a few years later binging all the Star Wars movies for some reason, and then getting to that movie and being like, I don't remember any of this. Yoda and Count Dooku fight? That's the only good part. Oh, you fell asleep through that? Dude, the entire oh, finale. That, that sucks. The entire finale. That sucks. All that, of the that's main the only action. good part. All the main action of the movie did not know. Okay. I, I played Lego Star Wars and got to episode two <laughs> on it and went, what are these levels? Why are they it. fighting here? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that everything up until the last like 20 minutes of episode two is just so... Boring. I said I, as a kid, stayed awake through all of that boring stuff, and then at the very end was like, uh, you, you know what? Up. I give up. You messed up, bro. And Yoda just goes sicko mode. He goes crazy. Yeah, dude, he went insane. It was great. You missed all. Dang, you you watched them frolicking through the fields and yeah, having a whole love story. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. That's the movie where he says that he hates sand. Yeah, yeah. The be- it was I, fine. I had a good time. Apparently, I sleep through movies every now and again. I slept through Planes. If you remember that, that was like a Cars spinoff, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I slept through that. It was great. I cool. slept through The Fault in Our Stars, which was great because I was I was just a wingman at that point for okay. my buddy. <laughs> okay. We went with like a group of like six girls, him and me. And I was just his wingman to help, like, so that, you know, help. He was, the, you were his wingman so he could get all six women? <laughs> no, he was That's on a date. That's it. What a he wingman. Was on a date with one of the girls, but I don't remember why I was there. I think I was just there to help with the balance and stuff. Mm-hmm. I passed out. And I woke up, right, towards the end when uh, somebody dies. Because I just remember everybody was crying. And I just remember waking up and being like, what's, what's going on? Why's everybody <laughs> crying? And he was, like, trying not to laugh. But, like, the girl he was trying to date was also crying. So <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, I dropped my phone. That's what happened. I dropped my phone into the crack of the seat. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to bed. <laughs> I was taking a nap because I was going to be on my phone, like, under my shirt. I feel like if... If we didn't have the podcast to do, you would have fallen asleep for Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, yeah. 100%. Without, I mean, you kind of did by pulling out your phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I would have definitely slept through that movie. I, they, dude, I'm telling you, there's something about just being in a theater setting that just like will just tire you out. Yeah. So, but yeah, I haven't slept through a movie in a while, but that's also because I have to stay awake. Yeah, you now. can't. You can't. If you do and then try to review the oh, episode. I just want to take a nap in there, man. It's like nice and cold. Well, that's why I accidentally took a nap before the movie. Did not mean to do that. But that's fine. I was prepared. I was ready for the movie then. Yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah. Good movie. The Marvels. The Marvels. I like I like when we just don't talk about the movie. Dude, we said it's, everything we had to say like, about it. I, I went into we went into everything. The writing was great. You just gotta not overthink these movies, because that, that's the problem. We now. could sit here. We've done that before. We could sit here and 
fully analyze all the sci-fi and lore about it, and it's like... None of that matters. We're just going to be frustrated. It was funny. Yeah. We will then start to get mad about the movie. I actually, for the first time in a while, runtime was great. The arcs that we had for all of the characters, really solid. The villain, I care a lot about justifying the villains in a way yeah. to make them interesting. The villain was dope. It, it checked all the boxes that I care about. Yeah. So I was... It was fun. And plus, my expectations were so low for this movie that I... I was shocked that I was having a good time about halfway in. I, I think once the singing thing started, that was so ridiculous. I was like, all right, this movie slaps. Yeah. I was super sick all week, so I was not looking forward to the movie. Mm-hmm. I was just like, dude, I just want to feel better so I can go get some popcorn with David. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I still I still definitely have some sick brain going on. So I'm sorry if I said some hot takes in this episode, but like, yeah, it's whatever. You know? I mean, you brought up your your garbage take about Spider Man and everything. Dude, like, it's it came not up. a garbage take, bro. That's a fully look. I was fully there for that. All right, <laughs> Tobey Maguire Spider. I, I'll just say it. Toby, I don't like Tobey Maguire Spider Man. I think he's the worst Spider Man. Keep digging your grave. I don't care. It's fine. Keep digging let me, it. Let me be here. Keep digging that grave, brother. <laughs> Keep doing that, just like how we dig dig our grave for uh, Nicholas Cage. He's a great. He's a great Peter Parker. Terrible Spider Man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Andrew Garfield, terrible Peter Parker, great Spider Man. Tobey Maguire, or no, it was the new one. Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. He's a good mix. I I actually love Tom Holland. No, he's, I think he's I think awesome. He's a good mix. I I don't think he's the best of either, but I think he's just good enough at both to where I'm like, yeah, I like him. Yeah, I mean, the, I, those movies are just the MCU Spider Man movies. I think are just better. Too, I think they're great. You know, have you rewatched them outside of watching them in the theater? Like, have you rewatched those again? I think I have because the first I watched two, the I first I watched the first the first and second again, bro. You should rewatch them because the first two movies, the like the stakes are not high. And the first two, I'm like, trying to think of the f the first one is just that prom is gonna be destroyed. Yeah. If I if I don't get rid of the vulture, right? Yeah. And then second one, I remember the second one being awesome with like oh, the drone awesome. the drone no, situation in London. Cool. No, it was super cool, but yeah. like. Stakes were never that high. That's, they, that's it. Was more so Nick Fury just being like, "I'm gonna test you out." Like the whole time, he's just like, "I know I could stop everything happening. I just want to see how what you can do." And then the third movie, stakes are high. Well, yes, that was awesome. That's yeah. what makes the third one great for me. But the first two movies, stakes were never high. Third one's insane. I Nick dude, Fury had it under control the entire time, bro. Dude, the second one, second one was awesome. I don't know what you're even talking Iron about. Man's like, bro. I could have stopped this from happening. I just want well, to yeah, the, fir the first movie is just all okay. We're going into this. The first one is all just a test. Iron Man's there. He's super mad at his son. Basically, it's Tom Holland's his yeah. son, and I loved it. I, it was amazing. And the scene where I've I've gone and rewatched the scene where Iron Man's suit shows up after Spider Man ruins like like gets involved with the ship that got broken and everything. Yeah, and. Spider-Man's like, if you even cared, you would actually be here. And then he emerges out of the suit. And, oh my god! <laughs> no, I, I, like, great. All I'm saying is the stakes weren't high, and they were great movies. Like I love that. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. But like uh, looking back at it, I'm, I remember the Spider-Man movies being so like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh wait, the stakes were really never that high. But like they were so intense and fun. I don't, I don't and understand I how that. you can say that the stakes were not high for the second one though. They had it was an entire like drone deletion system that was in space that Iron Man for some reason gave control over to Spider Man too, and then he gives it over to the villain. I, I mean, the stakes weren't high in that one only because. Anybody like like literally Iron Man could have came and stopped like oh no Iron Man Iron Man's dead. dead oh yeah yeah you're right the second one had stakes it, it wasn't that high though we're good chilling well yeah when we have like galaxy ending stuff sure it's not that yeah. high but there's a t basically a terrorist who's it's trying to control bad. this entire drone it's system fine. you Look, completely need to be high you're stakes. only you are only remembering the first movie it doesn't for that. need to be it high stakes I love that I still feel like high, that's pretty high stakes for the second I one. loved it though I love that it wasn't that high stakes it wasn't like world ending I don't know why it just feels like you're saying you're not saying that you like it it doesn't no, feel I like I love the movie it doesn't seem like it bro we, we've off topic <laughs> They're that's right. Movies. That's right. You they're lost. Great, no, they're great <laughs> movies. What I'm saying is, is that is, like this movie that we just watched, not 
the highest of stakes. I mean, high stakes for like three planets, but when you have Thanos level, who was destroyed, half you of cannot the compare everything to that man. You can't compare everything to him. I know. That's why Marvel should have just stopped for a minute and just sat back. And I do agree. Simmer. They should have just stopped for a little, several. Simmer. For COVID me. happened six months later, and it's like, all right, maybe that's a sign. We just chill. Let's like fully write out everything that needs to happen and just not rush into it, and then we'll make. Uh, another trillion dollars because of it. Sick brain is is digging my hole, so let's just rate it. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's get that. Let's get that banana meter in here. I almost totally forgot that we do the. I checked the time and everything, and was like, oh, let's. Yeah, I'll go into this tangent. End it. Just totally forgot that we do a banana meter. We'll speed through them. All right. They brought the banana meter that's over there. Yeah. Leave it there. Leave it there. Just put it down. Put it down. Uh. You want to rate it? You want? We want to go first. You want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. I'll go first. I have I've said everything I need to say about this movie. I I think this was Yeah, I think this was the best Marvel movie of the year. Whoa, higher than Guardians? Yes, I do think so. Wow. Guardians was really solid, but it was also 3 hours and like villain was interesting. It was very emotional that movie. And we cared about the characters, and I, I loved that movie. It was it was good. I didn't have many issues with it. Yeah. Genuinely, though, I this may just be my brain being like so shocked that I actually liked the Marvels. Like that may genuinely be happening. Yeah, you better you better rate it higher because I remember you, I I think I remember your rating. I'm pretty sure I know my Guardians uh, rating. It was like an eighty or something. Pretty sure I was around 80 on that. I'll have to look. I'm, I think it was like a 90. Well, I was... You rated it. My rating for this, I was going to give a 90 Whoa. for the Marvels. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Like, genuinely, I think a lot of people are going to go into the movie and be surprised by it. The only yeah, reason that you would be irritated at all with it, justifiably, is the lore situation mm -hmm. at the beginning. You don't really... If you didn't watch the shows, you don't know who this Monica person is. You don't know who Kamala Khan is. And for me, I watched WandaVision, so I knew Monica. I didn't know uh, Miss Marvel. But they do a good job of remedying that. You figure them out. You get attached to them. And then we just go straight into it. I loved that it wasn't even a two-hour movie. It was a good runtime. It was a solid script. Great justification on all of the character plots, including the villain and all of the actresses, all the actors. Great job. Actually felt natural through the movie. So yeah, it's a ninety to me. Wow, That's I don't, I don't have, I, I don't really have anything bad to say about the movie. Yeah, that's a pretty good rating. No, uh, mine's not as high. I, <laughs> I put it at like, like an eighty. I thought it was a really good movie, and it was a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. I was super confused the first like third half of, or the third first third, and I'm losing it, bro. I gotta stop. Yeah, dude, you have you took a week off, so it's an eighty for me. It's just it's kind of confusing at first. It picks up. It becomes super fun. Then they start getting into all of the the quantum stuff. It's not quantum realm. It's the, it's like traveling through the galaxy stuff. It's they, teleportation. And then kind they start of reality. In. Every now and again, they start slinging in a little bit of timeline stuff, and I'm just like, I'm over the timeline stuff. Yeah. So when they started doing that, they were losing me, and then you were losing me, and then you brought it back a little bit, and then they lost me. So it was like, the middle. The middle part of the movie was just so fun. Yeah, I liked the chemistry. It makes me excited for Captain Marvel, but I just I'm so over timelines. So. Yeah, well, I think I think I have gotten to a point with the multiverse and timeline stuff that anytime it's mentioned, I just immediately write it off. I'm like, don't care. I'm gonna pretend you just didn't bring that up. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna start doing. It's just it's it's just so hard for me to to let go. After after Endgame, where they. Again, they establish rules and then immediately break them. And I overanalyzed the hell out of that movie and then got mad. And then I, that's when I started being like, just don't, you just can't think about it. Anything related to time travel or timeline stuff at all for any IP, you can't think about yeah. how this works. It just, it will never work. That's always the case with these movies. Yeah, I remember now what it was. I got yelled at for the Guardians thing because of uh, the Green Girl. The Gamora? Yeah, Gamora, because she's in their reality. And I was like, Yes, and it was confusing. Be, Why? How can she be in their reality, but Loki couldn't be in another reality? Right. So mm -hmm. we had to make a whole show about it. Yeah. And it's like, the same thing's going to happen here. That's why I was mad at the end of this one. But it's, yeah. It's fine. Let it be 80%, ship it off. They made they made the rules and then immediately disregarded them. Like, 
That's and, apparently and how we do it. In the comments, it's like, well, you weren't paying attention, though. It's fine. She was in there in, in Endgame too, and it's like, bro, but you didn't watch Loki. You didn't watch. You didn't watch Loki. We did. Wa- I did watch season one of Loki. I know season two is out. Uh, I'll go. I'll go to it eventually. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's like, fine. I'm over it. I'm, I'm over. I'm, it's okay. I'm excited for more movies. A general statement. I'm in, I'm excited for more movies. Yeah, I'm over Marvel. All right, we did our we did our Marvel. Just three. Is there any? There's no other Marvel this year, right? No, the next one is a while. It's a couple months. Good, good. We did it, right here. Unless there's not. Unless unless there's not. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Straight Dude Date Night. We do hope you enjoy. As always, if you haven't already, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok as we put out shorts there and all that if you care to keep up with what we're doing uh for the if you listen to the podcast be sure to leave a review on spotify or apple podcasts if you pay attention on spotify i've been changing some of the interaction stuff on there so maybe take a look at what i have been doing there wow easter egg and that's it thank you bye bye Subscribe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Timeline.